Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Que onda familia? If you're looking for a fun, feel-good listening experience, check out our podcast, Hanging with Los Otelos. My name is Shaboy Edgar, and this is my beautiful wife, Janet. Hi, guys. We're a bilingual Mexican-American married couple with two beautiful young daughters. We're ready to fully expose our life, discuss relationship drama, yours and ours, and fill you with faith, encouragement, and laughter. Se va a poner bueno, so come hang out with us. Listen to Hanging with Los Otelos on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, visit losotelos.com. Mama, Tata, I love it. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's up, up, up. Well, welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. And we are a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on the show, we take the best sets from our, well, live online show <laughs> and bring that during the pandemic and bring them to you, the listener. Uh, sometimes we have people in studio, aka on Zoom. That's uh -huh. one of these episodes, Naomi. Yes. Those are the, who's, who's dulcet tones? Oh my God! Did the listener here before the theme song. Honestly, they might be familiar because you just heard the dulcet tones of 
Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang, Mm-mm. also known as the hosts of the hit podcast, Las Culturistas. Ooh. Okay, they are the best. Also, you may know Matt as a co-host of the game show, G-A-Y-M-E. Come on. That's on Quibi. Quick He's- bites. Bitch. <laughs> He's written for the other two on Comedy Central, and you probably know Bowen from his work on SNL. So we get to talk to two amazing best friends. Or his hot lip syncs. Hot lip syncs. Yeah, I mean, we've known Bowen and Matt for a long time. Uh, we've been on Las Culturistas before. And you've heard them live on this, heard their live set on this show before. Yeah, so uh, we go back. We, we get we dig in deep into their friendship. I know. It's really fun to connect in yeah. the choir. Yeah, now that they're our label mates, they're the <laughs> guided by voices to our pavement. <laughs> That is definitely a reference. That uh, Los Culturistas fans <laughs> will appreciate. Yep, yep. Anybody who just came over. Yeah. No, if, uh, weirdly, I would call myself odd man out during this talk. Uh, and that reference tells you exactly all you need to know about why. <laughs> what else, Sammy? Oh, hey, so our T-shirt manufacturer, our, our merch company. Yes. They are returning to work uh, yes. with a limited staff. Yep. So if you'd like to get T-shirts, you can get them. Uh, we got two new designs, a Gotta Miss a Bitch t-shirt and yes. one of our new, new logo. Yeah. And they are really great looking. And, you know, if you've got a little extra cash, if you love a soft tea, this is your time. Hey. So you can go to couplestherapy.merchnow.com. Yeah. I mean, if you feel like being a fashion icon, don't let us. Honestly, you've got to serve a look even in the house. Ah. Okay. But also, look, we honestly, we're just goofing a little bit. But like, if you do have some disposable cash and you would like to uh, buy a t-shirt or Join our Patreon. Uh, for $5 a month, you get two extra episodes, just me and Naomi. Right now, we're doing this at our uh, kitchen table. We're surrounded by uh, all the animals, uh, the cats in front of us. Yes, we allow the cats on the table. <laughs> and Mabel <laughs> behind us. Uh, we, we dig in deep into our hearts and our smarts. I was going to say butts, but okay. <laughs> dig into our hearts. And also, every Wednesday at 2 p.m. PST, 5 p.m. EST, we do a live show on Twitch. Half the time, it's going to be some version of the actual live show that we have been doing. Where we have comedian friends, you yes. know, hit us up. Um, and then other times, it is just Andy and I talking. Andy writes a lot of segments for the show. We do some real fun goofs. And honestly, just our Twitch community, okay? We're the, we're the CTQC, okay? Couples Therapy Quarantine Crew. So if you want to get down with that, you need to hit up twitch.tv slash bot. Yes, join the crew. Uh, I think that's about it, right? I think so. I think it's like, what are we doing? Enough housekeeping, get to Las Culturistas, baby. Yeah, roll it. Guys, how are you both emotionally? Obviously, life is insane, but just in general right now, like, Bo, you're at home, you're in NY, Matt, you're in LA. How are you mm-hmm. both just like feeling, you know, like how'd you wake up today? What's the feel? Today actually is a fine day. I have okay. been busy, but um, I'm not really happier when I'm busy or happier when I'm doing nothing. It's kind of mm-hmm. like every day is a sick grab bag. I've been saying like <laughs> every eight days, I feel like I have a bad day. Okay. And, but other than that, I'm kind of just like average and normal. The mm-hmm. only thing that's starting to happen with me now personally, I don't know about you guys, is now I'm starting to feel like, okay, when's my next job coming? Like I, yeah. I've been, I've been fortunate enough to be okay right now mm-hmm. with because I'm working on the Zoom in the room I'm writing for, and so oh. I've been every day I've been like had something going on, mm-hmm. but now it's kind of like oh I want to plan to do things for the next couple months, rest of the year, and of course I am getting a little bummed that I can't enjoy like 
a hot, dry Los Angeles summer <laughs> in the way that I would have been able to. But whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah I know. We're not going to be able whatever. to appreciate the wildfires the way we I were know. able to last year. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. you want to take the kids and just drive? I'm the the kids, like you know, figuratively yeah. for yeah, all of, of us. But it's like, don't yeah. you want to take the kids and drive to go see the, the trees burn? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> now it's like I have to order candles that smell like houses on fire. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. I wish right. I could just go out and smell that in life. No, but I mean to to be serious about it though, yeah. like no. none of none of my problems are real. Like it's not a big deal. <laughs> I'm just like in my house, like oh, I have to watch another season of Survivor head to toe it's like <laughs> have to i like have to and also yes head to toe, head to toe. i like it's, that that would be a survivor that, that like a series survivor colon heads head versus to toe. toes survivor head for heads versus toes <laughs> heads versus toes that's a new sexual the toes thing. would win. so what is that I, smart there, people it, versus active people well, no no it's, it's no longer tops and bottoms it's heads and toes okay it's, it honestly work. could be attractive people versus ugly people <laughs> oh my heads God. versus toes People whose heads are good to look at and people whose heads look like damn toes. People who have foot fetishes and people who have um, like to, who just like faces and are normal. Yeah, Ugh. I know. Those normal people. Gross. People who like to kiss and people who like to suck foot. Or wait, what was the gross thing like people freaks. were talking about on... Uh, oh, sapiosexuals! I'm only attracted to Sapios. brainy oh, people. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right, right. I'm just like you know what? I, I I will I won't lie for for about um 48 hours there. I really did identify as a sapiosexual. <laughs> did you? And then I was like, oh wait, that's ridiculous. He was actually <laughs> saying it rather publicly. <laughs> it wasn't rather publicly. I was like, well, it was a tweet hmm, to maybe? your thousands and thousands of followers. <laughs> At the time, it was like barely barely a dozen. Bowen. You would date a troll, like I mean, a tr- like a mythical troll, but that could explain relativity to you. Yeah, probably. I mean, like it, it's like the, it's like the, it's like when you have a crush on your professor or something, and like they're not professorial; they're just disgusting. Nope. By by conventional <laughs> beauty standards. I think right. we all want to be sapiosexual, but unfortunately, <laughs> but we unfortunately, be. we're all poisoned. We're all poisoned. <laughs> Bowen, how are you? I'm okay. I well, I was telling you guys, and I was telling Matt last night over the phone. I was like, I am just a little. Um, gosh, I was really getting off on my New York New Yorkerness and just being like, I'm uh-huh. gonna stick it out this this whole time in New mm-hmm. York. Like I'm a real New Yorker. Like like these these weaklings who left the city don't deserve to come back. <laughs> blah 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 blah. And now I'm just like, oh, but I don't like. Hopefully the worst is over here, and I'm just like, well, I might as like. There's no point in me like staying in this purgatory for much longer. Like I've already, hopefully, like lived through the actual hell of it, and so now I'm just like, well, maybe I'll just go to the damn West Coast mm. and like spend the rest of my summer there. Because yeah, my my stuff's getting sort of dropped left and right too. Not left and right, and like again, relatively speaking, like what Matt said, not real problems. Yeah. But I'm just like, well, I have freedom now, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. that's good. So I'm I'm okay. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, these are real problems in the sense that. We're okay for a little while, but then we will all not have any sources of income at some point. Yeah. I mean, like, I just feel like you can't be a, unless you're an essential worker, don't be a hero right now. Like if you yes. have, if you have a way you can take care of yourself or you have like an opportunity to kind of like, cause I really do think that having a little bit more space would, would benefit you Bowen. And I feel like if you're able to do that, get do the thing that's going to make you happier. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah have well, you thought about singing in an imagine video like a bunch of people all you know from their palatial homes singing imagine yeah mostly i want the space so i can just have the nicer 
sort of backdrop for when mm-hmm. I like yeah. do a, a very like fun, mm-hmm. cool yeah. little. I mean, yeah. like the the cam celebrity cameos mean nothing anymore. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing though: you have to stay if you want to gear up to do a video of you singing. You better stay in New York where it's more humid because it's very dry here in Los Angeles, and the vocals they <laughs> they take a beating. Absolutely. So for our imagine video, why don't well, you no, stay I'll, in New I'll York? Buy, I'll, buy a bunch, I'll buy the honey. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Stay in New York. I just think vocals, when the course. wildfires are really going, it's going to be even drier oh, and smoky. So dry, you can't you can't mm. sing. You can't sing. But stop bringing up fires. We have enough going on. I have what's called a super saturated throat where it's <laughs> so moist, and I actually need you the LA that, weather boys? to dry it out. You hear that, boys? <laughs> Bowen has a very wet throat. <laughs> well, how hot is that? <laughs> how hot is how that? How hot is that to hear? Who is that? Um, Whose voice no, but is that? I, but now, but now I'm just own. like fetishizing oh. Atlanta. I'm like, I just want to go. I just want to be there. What'd you say? I was She's asking like, if you, whose voice, like what voice were you doing? And he was like, my own. And I thought he was own. like doing someone. His own. Wait, I wanted to ask you guys, um, did you feel the earthquake the other day? No. No, not at all. Neither did I. And I was literally, I, one of my group, group threads like blew up like, oh my God, that one was really bad. My boyfriend felt it and said it was the worst one he had ever experienced in Los Angeles. And I was like, that's so weird. I felt absolutely nothing. But then I was thinking the last thing we need right now in quarantine exactly. is a natural disaster. Good yeah, Lord. So all, all the group uh. threads I'm on too, people were saying, <laughs> all the people who are contacting me. So many group threads. If you're not on a group thread, you know, you're you're engaged. I don't want it's, them. It's, it's one or the other. I'll tell other. you I don't want them because, first of all, well, everyone knows I famously have an Android phone. But <laughs> not conducive. Not no, conducive. not conducive. But also, I don't like, well, maybe you're all talking to each other. But for instance, I'm getting texts now from my family mm, where yeah. I look, look at my phone. You have 26 unread messages. And like one of them might have been a question for me. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I want to know what Uncle Fred doing. I want to know what you're doing right now. You don't yeah. want to know, and and you got to sift through all 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 the garbage first. Not the okay. garbage, but like the um non-essential. No, you were right. Yeah. Use the right word for the first time. <laughs> the garbage. Oh, Naomi. No. How, is Fred? How, is Fred? How is Uncle Fred? How is Uncle Fred? How is Uncle Fred? Uncle Fred is doing good. I missed his birthday <laughs> Zoom, so I'm the oh, worst one. No. But the time difference is fucking me up, you know, because they're in Detroit, yeah. so. They'll be like three o'clock, and I'm like, this is that's that of interest to a wide audience, right? <laughs> okay, How Naomi's uncle friend. <laughs> Let's refocus. It's very of interest. Can I say something? Naomi was just making me laugh, and then that made me realize that I'm actually at the home of your biggest fan. So oh my my, my boyfriend, my yeah. Jubu. Is your Matt has a biggest Jubu. fan, and he says yeah, that you're his favorite you. comedian. What? Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if maybe in a little while I could bring him in because he doesn't know I'm doing this, and he'd be so surprised. Really and he, yes. he, I think he would freak if he saw you. Wait, is it? Wait, is <laughs> wait. it Jared? Jared. Oh, Jared. I did not know that. Director, I know. I like writer. know. I was like, he knows me. My God, he Matt. is. He, he is your number one fan. When you said you were in Naomi's, the house of Naomi's number one fan, I, the mm-hmm. first thing I thought was, I can't believe you're on Oprah's estate. Right, <gasps> right, right. Oh my God, wait, what? <laughs> wait, my no, housemate no. is the biggest fan of Andy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. My so- housemate, <laughs> here he is. <laughs> it's just a little ratty wig that I that you just bring out. Just, Which actually makes know. a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I just texted him. I texted him, Jared, come in here. 
So oh. so he doesn't know that this is happening, but he's gonna. Okay, so he's uh, he's on a work. He's doing a work thing right now. No, no, okay. no. Keep, keep going and keep okay, going. Okay, we're gonna keep. He okay. will come okay. in and he's gonna see you, and this is the face he's gonna make. I feel like <laughs> he's 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 very much a gaper. His his jaw his, his jaw, his jaw goes gaping. Jaw. I have to, I have to say, my boyfriend is gaping. <laughs> how how wet is his throat? That's the question. That's the question. Not a, not a, not as saturated and wet as Bowen Yang's, but <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you. you guys. We, I mean, it's so funny because both of us we were like, we're talking to Bowen and Matt, yay! And then I was like, we're just gonna talk about whatever, and then forget we have our podcast questions. You know what I mean? Oh my I god, like, yeah. I get so into it. Yes. Not me. I'm a journalist. That's how, that's, that's how the best things are. Well, <laughs> that's we've, how the best we've, episodes we've are. done the show. We did your live show, and that was so fun. What a blast! So fun. Well, thank you. you. Well, that's the thing. We know your origin story, your mm-hmm. friendship origin story. From the live show. Yes. Your, mm-hmm. How yes. your friendship got bit by a radioactive spider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yeah. Truly. And, <laughs> and unlike Sony, we don't have to watch it three times over. Wow. Right. Wow, wow, wow. Sony Absolutely Bird. drag them to hell. Drag, drag Sony. Sony. Yes, bring them Actually, down. Wait. <laughs> they could give me a job. So, uh, Sony, you're great. You are. That's good because they love this podcast. Just Sony. <laughs> Just Sony as a corporation. They're like top pod. Top hey, Sony, pod. if you want to make a couples therapy movie <laughs> where we have to you know, stop save, pitching to Sony right we have now. To save Jack Black. <laughs> we need to talk about. So, like, we always ask our guests, you know, come in with like stories or anecdotes that exemplify your friendship. And mm-hmm. obviously, your friendship has changed a lot, you know. And right yeah. now, you're doing the two separate coasts thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm more interested, you know, whatever you care to share about sort of. What the Bowen and Matt relish looks like nowadays. Are you pointing to me? <laughs> no, I was just. I'm, I'm just pointing. Okay, oh, just pointing. I'm just. This is just like an. This is just like a, a pensive point. <laughs> I would say, Matt. I, the first thing I thought of, and Matt, I don't know if if you're gonna latch onto this too. Mm-hmm. The last time I saw Matt. The last time I spent, I would say, quality time with Matt was when we both went to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. When I was the last time I was in, I was in LA in like what February. Yes. Uh, the before, yeah. yes. right and before. Then, Mm-hmm. Right before, right before you know things shut down, mm-hmm. but like we, we just on a whim mm-hmm. kind of just went to Disneyland, yep. and I was like, and I what, what what was nice about that time for me was that I got, I got to see Matt be very happy and in his element because he <laughs> loves nothing more than to go to yes. those parks. Yes, yes, yes. And he was he was blissed out, and I was like, this is great. And then he, he, we just walked around, went to the damn rides, and then it was fun, and then we had a good time. Yeah, because Bowen came to. Well, the original plan for Las Culturistas was we were going to rotate month to month who goes where. So Bowen had come to Los Angeles um, and we recorded like a bunch of episodes for because we're on iHeartRadio now. Um, our label, label mates. mates. Label yes, mates. That. And then literally it was the week. I remember on Monday, COVID was not a big deal. And right. I was yes. I was flying on Friday night. Friday. And then like. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday. Like, truly the uh, the yeah. country just yep. the, the responsibility of everyone in the country just changed. And it was like Wednesday, you know, the 11th was the big date because that was mm-hmm. our 10 year yeah. anniversary. Yeah. Wow. wow. And we had a dinner party literally. <laughs> and friends. Oh and the dinner, as the dinner party ended and everyone like got their phones out and checked their phones. Mm. Uh, they saw Broadway closed down. The NBA closed down. Everything. Tom Hanks had gotten it. Like that was like when the big announcement. And so it was like, what did we miss during a fucking tuna roll? You know, it's so awful. (laughs) I mean, that's that's like the thing about this whole thing is like you you realize like, oh, I actually did enjoy my life. You know what I mean? It's like I like doing the things I was gonna do. Shit. 
but but at the time we thought it was hell. Right. At the time, I like, had to leave well, the house. <laughs> Or just took it for granted, you know what I mean? Like, and I was so yeah, yeah. One of yeah, my yeah, favorite yeah. things to do now that I live in LA is visit New York, and so I was so excited to go mm-hmm. to New York for that weekend, and like not not only see Bowen, but also like you know check in with friends that I have, and because that's my home, you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. still in New York, oh, I'm always honey, gonna be. I know. Yeah, you know. I mean, you guys know. So it's like I, I lived there for eleven years, and I was I just love going back, and I I was. Literally in that place was like, I go back to New York once a month. Like that was my whole kind of thing. And so that's one thing I really have been mourning about the whole thing is like not being able to just go to New York and like see Bowen. And, you know, um, um, I think that's just go to Italy. (laughs) Exactly. That's literally that Italy is number one and Bowen is number two. Italy, Italy and the Lego store. (laughs) Lego store. I go get dessert at the M&M store. Yeah. Yeah. That's a full day. That's, that's a, that actually means, a you get all day. I mean, if, if you were to do both of those things in one day, you would 100% be exhausted. <laughs> so we joke, but it is. It is a true We joke. Day. We're but making fun th- of these stupid tourists <laughs> that come to our town. Who are no longer ever. Fucking dumb idiots that go to the M&M store in Olive Garden. <laughs> what those- is this energy? What is this energy? I, love I just want to say you're reading the Olive Garden and I'm assuming that you're thinking of the Times Square Olive Garden. I just want to say I had my 21st, not 21st, I had my 20th birthday there. You did? Well, well, At the Times Square Olive Garden while we were in college. Okay, yeah. I have wow. been there not once, not twice, but thrice. And I was always baffled by how the you had to wait a long time for a table. Like one time oh. we just walked into the OG and then it was like an hour wait. And there's mm-hmm. such ceremony behind yes. it because you have to walk three escalators. Yes, you go all the way to the and top. And it feels like such a journey. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. Hunger Games so processional. And I remember, like, I've eaten there several times as well. And I'll tell you um, what's been the same about it every single time. Because, you know, they change the tables up. Some of the decor is different. Mm-hmm. My diarrhea is the same every time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> every single time before I'm even done eating i have to Ooh. go to the bathroom and have an emergency discharge <laughs> hey that's consistency wow. baby i can't believe you would go okay he's oh coming okay he's look coming. who's here he's look coming. who's here it's naomi he said you were gonna be a gay her biggest fan i am we, so we said you were gonna be a gay fan you quit it jared i had no idea i, I know who you are jared <gasps> I, at, what, a, what a beautiful I, He's shocked. I, <laughs> I am your Andy, get a picture fan. of our, our meeting, our love. It's being recorded. I, oh, thank I, God. I, is this the podcast? This is a podcast. Oh, this is fuck. couples yeah. therapy. I, he doesn't know. This is their, this is their this. podcast. This is their podcast. <laughs> when I am sad, I watch all your stand up on YouTube oh, over and over again. Whenever Jerry. anyone asks me who my favorite comedian is, I don't say Matt. I say you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, but this is as so close sweet. as you get to a make And to be fair, she is a much better comedian than I am. Much. Oh, oh my, my God, God. Jared! I'm so I, I, I love you so much, and I really uh, appreciate. I know he's so cute, and also like you have obviously sitting in choir. My brain's mentally ill, and so what you've done is rejuvenated me. You know I mean, what I mean? Oh you reminded me to keep at it because so I funny. thought comedy was dead. What's so funny is I'm I'm on a work Zoom and there was a dull like there was a lull and five minutes ago I just watched your entire stories about your quarantine brain. <gasps> oh, <have> you? <laughs> so a real fan. I'm, I'm a Your real. Friend. I'm like not kidding. I mean, you oh saw his God. face. We literally said I was like, he's gonna walk in, and Bone and I were like, he's gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> you did, and you truly. By did. the way, I love that the Freudian slip. You're like, 
I was on a work meeting and there was a doll. I mean, a lull. A lull. <laughs> It happens. Dog. It happens. It, happens. it truly Okay, does. I have to go back to work. Okay, go back to work. Oh my this God, is wonderful, Jared. <laughs> Bye. That's oh my, my Jubu. I know. I was like, I love your Jubu. <laughs> Wait, I want to ask you guys a question. What about Disneyland or going to Disneyland exemplifies your friendship? Well, well I we're, think stupid. It, I think it, <laughs> we're stupid. We're stupid. We're, we're, I mean, our, our, our maturities are, you know, stunted or whatever <laughs> but i i feel like it, it really exemplifies the re- the friendship and the relationship very well because it's matt taking charge <laughs> and like no 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 but i mean it's matt taking charge and me like trusting trusting his leadership to go really like i feel like and then and then like but then it's i'm never in a place where i'm not comfortable where i'm like uh, yeah. let's take a break and let's let's actually grab grab some food mm-hmm. like i feel like it's First of all, it goes both ways. I'm not like a taskmaster when 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 we're in the parks. Like I'm not one of those people that's like, all right, come on, but we have a reservation no. at eleven o five. It's like no, I'm yes. not like that. It's like I like to go, and I've been so many times that like I just like, and now I go with him, like because like he luckily I need people close to me. Yeah, now I go with Jared. Like I I need people close to me that can endure and tolerate my. <laughs> Yes. Desire to go to this establishment yeah. because it's really kind of like it can be a lot. And that's why mm-hmm. I like having like um, people that want to go like just for a few hours or stuff like that. Like I really do like to go, but it's not like I want to be there when it's crowded or when there's a lot of kids. Like I'm not right. like a crazy person about it. <laughs> I just truly like going on the rides and I like <laughs> having a drink and walking around. And I like that there's like a a, like a barricaded in place where you have fun. I'm the kind of yes, person who yes. I do like organized fun. I, I know not mm-hmm. everyone does, but I love an escape room. I love a theme park. I love a haunted mm-hmm. house. I love mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, going to a movie. I love a game night. Like I love that shit. Like yeah. I, I, you like I'm not rules. like structured fun. See, yeah, <laughs> structured fun. It's weird, and I know that that's like such like a almost like a dog whistle for some people because it's like it feels forced. But I I never worry about it feeling forced. Like if yeah. I, if I decide to have fun, I usually have fun. But the way, but the way Matt engages with organized fun is so, is so that he can break the rules, and so like you know he'll go to Disneyland, like while like and drink a bunch of alcohol and like be. Oh, I'm always fucked up. <laughs> and like shove Donald or, or Duck like, or in a like, fountain. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or or it's like um in an escape room like Matt will like waste time doing a task that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll be the like you know how the, in the escape room the goal is to like es- escape the yeah. room. Yes. I'm the, I'm quickly, the one that's, quickly. I'm the one that's like quickly. okay. I'll I'll make sure what the, I'll, I'll take note of what the wall color is. You know what I mean? It's like stupid. Yeah. It's like it doesn't because I'm not gonna be the one that gets us out of the room. Like I'm the person who someone will like unlock a box and a key will fall out. I'm the one who picks up the key. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. And then takes credit for yes. it. And then it's like, I got it. And then I'm like, I'll run it across the room and hand it to someone else so that they can do something with it. You know what I mean? So, yes. Matt, are you the engine of your friendship? I think so. I think Matt sets the tone a lot, mm. I think, which I'm more than happy to like sort of like seed control over to because, uh, but this is the other thing about Disney, about going to Disneyland and about going to theme parks is that um, what would probably could be considered a high stress situation, Mm -hmm. which is to go to those places. Um, Matt, Matt always ends up making it fun or diffuses the stress or like, or he'll heighten the stress when like it's appropriate. And like, (laughs) that's like fun and interesting too. But like for the most part, it's just good to like go with him 
to a very like stimulating place and for it to still feel like very personal and very like special and fun and great. Yeah. Oh. So he, I would say he, like makes it, bespoke experiences. Yes. I would say yeah. this. I think Bowen pushes us forward and I think I mm-hmm. remind us. Let's just say that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I th- I think I think Bowen is like the one who expands like our collective brains, uh-huh. and I'm the one who reminds us to not take everything too too seriously. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think I, if that makes me the heart and bow in the brain, then yeah, I love yeah yeah that. yeah I love yeah, that. yeah yeah yeah. Now was, the toes. You was know? that dynamic always there between you guys? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I well, I think I uh, yeah. It took like a couple years of us just kind of being on like on like this like college comedy a comedy acquaintanceship where it was like. We kind of like were aware that the other existed, and but we we like and like we would like say hi to each other at like shows or parties. I, I'm, I'm talking about in college, mm-hmm. Matt, mm-hmm. right? Like we didn't like really click and become friends until after college, and like when you like when we were in the sketch group together, and well, like, I think that spent time in college. Bowen and I were not in an adversarial or rivalrous way, but we were kind of like a competing energy. Like mm. it's like this energies were very both kind of the same thing, and then I think. Out of college, like, and you have to remember, like, Bowen was, you know, very much studying to be, like, a person who was going to be working a serious job. And, I mean, he was going to mm. be a doctor. And, I mean, he was studying chemistry and, like, like was going to be pre-med and go to med school and all that stuff. And he also was the one out of school who started working a, quote-unquote, real job yeah. sooner. Oh, sure. Whereas yeah. I was more amorphous. I was kind of like, I'm waiting tables until four in the morning. I'm doing the bar. I'm doing this thing, this thing, this thing. And so I think that our responsibilities toward our responsibilities in life were a little bit different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just think that, um, which I think maybe has resulted in our outlooks a little bit as we kind of went through our twenties. You know what I mean? Like yes, I've, yes, yes. I, I didn't work a real job, like a nine to five or real, real working job until I was like 28, 29. Whereas Bowen had always done yeah. that you know i was always very freelancey waited tables at many different kinds of spaces like worked that kind of very social um yeah. rest- restaurant life and i think and that's i've always frivolity. known how to be a cog in a machine <laughs> <laughs> no Bowen... it's not that you're a cog in the machine it's just that it's just that you have to be focused in a way that i never have bowen was balancing hmm. equations while matt you were balancing trays on your hand there it is. Oh, that's beautiful. Gorge. But then I have a I question, though, being di- having that difference. Because I remember, so, like, the first time you and I met Bowen, and I remember you, like, mm-hmm. were talking about having a job, and inside so I was like, I like you. Because oh. I just felt like, I always feel like I meet so many people in the comedy world who have never, like, worked. And then mm-hmm. I'd be like, what is going on here? Yeah. And it's right. like, and also, like, and so I just remember, but also being very surprised, you know, because you're like yes. performed a lot. You know, when I was working a day job, I had to be a little judicious. I couldn't like be out there doing every show. And I felt like you were out and about. And I remember being like, wow, like he has an actual job and he's out and about. There's no way. I feel like I didn't even fully like push myself to like do as many shows as I could have. I was, I, I don't know, Matt can speak to this. Like I, it took me a while to like develop a work ethic around like, performing or like mm-hmm. writing even where I was just like I don't have time like my, my fallback was like or my, not my fallback but like my excuse was always well I've got I've got to get up in the morning and it's it's a school night and so I don't yeah. know well, that, well that's but that's nice though but yeah <laughs> I mean like I feel like working working the day job like was kind of helpful it gave it gave some perspective but I was always very again, impressed with Bowen's 
um, visibility in the New York comedy scene for that reason. Yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. thought to myself, like, I have, like, all this time to do this and I make my schedule around this, but he has a set schedule and yet is able to do all this stuff because it's hard after working all day to then go out and do a show at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday in Ugh. Brooklyn where you have to get a... You know what I mean? Like, it's a grind yeah. and I was yeah. always very impressed that he was able to do that grind and have the jobs that he had. Another thing is to remember is that Bowen has many more skills than I do. So it's like, <laughs> no, but yes. On, on, under what value system? Yeah. For example, in our early, mid and late 20s, there were a lot of things that you had that were valuable skills that I did not have. Like all I had was the fact that I had restaurant experience. I can't do... Gra you know, Bowen is a graphic, he's a talented graphic designer and artist. Bowen is, you know, he has got all these things that he's able to do from that, that could like be creatively fulfilling in a way. But me, it was just like, you know, I never have had a like, I've never done anything else. And in school, yeah, I wasn't yeah, paying yeah. attention at all. And I studied, <laughs> I studied, you know, dramatic writing with a TV concentrate. Like all I ever, ever yeah. trained to do and thought about was to be in the entertainment industry. And like, yeah. then even after college, I very much threw all that out and was like, no, I'm specifically only doing performance and like specifically only doing sketch comedy. You know what I mean? Like it was, I really narrowed myself in, in terms of my <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah. As, whereas, whereas Bowen, I feel like, you know, he's just got such a wide array of assets and skills at his disposal and is so much more of a well-rounded personality than I am. Um, How many Buffy and Angel monologues point. did you have to memorize? Oh, my God. <laughs> None, because I, 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 I could never um, – I wasn't really like um, – you know, it was – even and Bowen even knows more monologues than my ass. Like you see his, <laughs> no, his lip sync video. He could do the Cerulean monologue from Delaware's Potter right now, guaranteed. Oh, wow. No, I forgot it all. <laughs> no. Wait, other. Bowen, why did you cultivate all these different skills? Uh, for me, it was just out of like survival because like out of college when I decided like oh med school's not going to happen, I was like, well, I better, I better like use this kind of amateur skill that I developed in like high school and college which was like design like graphic design stuff and i was like i better racketeer my way into like a job <laughs> mm. not racketeer but you know it's i met i better like like i better f turn this into a racket yeah. i was like yeah, I, yeah. I better like make this scan my way into some 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 job and like that's i it, it's purely luck like anything <laughs> anything good that's happened to me has been like mostly right place right time mm, stuff. that's not true and so <laughs> And so I'm just like that's not true. As, as I was just like, oh, okay. So I, I'm like, I have like the steady job sort of like down, and now I just have to figure out like how to make. I just have to recalibrate like the 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 sort of distribution of like how much of my time goes towards work and how much of my time goes towards like doing the stuff that I actually want to do. Yeah, I think like brass tacks like. I, I think that's the first time we've like vocalized that about our friendship. But I do think that Bowen is a reason why I feel like if I've gotten any smarter over the past five or six years, that's probably no probably way. because of Bowen and Sudi. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like I am the reason they have a lot more fun. Uh huh. Oh, why yeah. don't we take a break? Because I want to come back and talk a little bit more about this. So okay. we'll be right yes. back after these messages. Hey. 
Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host the Bobby Bones Show, and I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. And we're back with Bowen and Matt, Las Culturistas themselves. Mm. We're talking about bringing more fun into the friendships. What do you want to ask, Andy B? Well, no, because I, I think this dynamic is interesting. <laughs> uh, obviously. You're obviously interested. it's interesting. He's obviously. interested. Obviously, mm, I'm he's interested. Uh, but no, no, but like, because Matt, in some way, is this kind of like energetic engine. Mm. Yes. Right? You, Very you, energetic. Uh, you also said Bowen is kind of like this, um, <laughs> Bowen... Pushes you forward? Was that the phrase you used? Yeah, yes. I just feel yes, like yes, yes. he's he's just always seems to be the reason why I'm like considering another perspective. Because I think that something that Bowen mentioned to me oh. was that I used to be a lot more defensive. Like I used to. Uh, I, no, you have said <laughs> Have that I to, mentioned this? You've told me that. <laughs> I used to be the kind of person that was just like very sure of the way that I like I used to. When I was in my early 20s, like, I directed our sketch group, right? Mm -hmm. And I was, like, Mm -hmm. it was very important to me that, like, low-key, everyone did what I said, to be honest. (laughs) And, and, like, I was very much, like, in charge and calling the shots because I thought I had the most experience or honestly just thought I was right. To be flat out, I thought I was right. I was very convinced in my own abilities. But the fact of the matter is that was not the case. And I think that— But also, to be flat out, like, a lot of the time your instinct— your instinct was correct. I think I was a good director and a good steer of the ship. You were, you were but I good, also think good. that what happens is when you are a natural leader, you lack sometimes like hubris. And I think that um, you lack hubris. No, 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 no. It's you, all hubris. It's, it's all, it's all that's hubris. what I meant to say. And, and this yeah. is the kind of thing like I actually don't know what the word hubris means. <laughs> and so what you've seen is a live version of what it is. Like what I'm saying is like, I. I I think I have a little bit of a tendency to um, just fall victim to my own ego. And I think mm-hmm. that I assume that I'm right a lot of the time. And something that, um, you know, it's it's just, I, I've just been so fortunate to be friends with Bowen. And I have to also rope Sudi in with this because they really Sudi. do show me and tell me, always remind me to like look at someone else's perspective. And I'm so happy to have them in my life because... I do feel like I have so much more insight um, and I just, I get checked when I need to. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. And I think that that's but important. I have a question. As somebody, me personally, I... I don't like working with friends because I'm always like afraid it's going to ruin the friendship or mm-hmm. knowing what like mm-hmm. something Andy and I had to work on, especially is like knowing when to turn off the work stuff. Right. Because if we're mm-hmm. together a lot, then we could always be doing something work related. Yeah. And so, you know, when you talk about like Disney, usually in how I'll end up, ha- eventually the friendship will, it will, for me in the past, it would just like cool off for a while because it would be like, I can't be yeah. around you. Name and then, names. Hell no. Name names. And then no, we would like come back together, you know, after a few months or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, so how do you guys, especially because I think there's a difference between doing your sketch group in the gritty New York basement mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. visibility you guys have now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And how that changes sort of the pressure of the work and then how yeah. you both then, like, do you ever, like, I don't know. How do you handle it? I mean, it's literally like, I'm not saying, I'm not like, Tell me, it's horrible. I'm like, literally, I know there must be moments. When no, 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 this yeah, is absolutely. WTF. We're mining your pain. <laughs> I love it. I think it took us being in that critical, like, investment period in our 20s, mm-hmm. like, friendship investment, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know, like, what the metaphor is here. But it's like, I owe a lot of it to just me and Matt just being, fr- spending time together when we could afford to spend time mm-hmm. together. Because mm-hmm. now it's like now it's like we don't really we're physically not in the same place and we're both so busy on different schedules that it's like so now so now it's nice when I get to see him mm-hmm. and we're still recording the podcast even remotely um, and so that and like I always look forward to that and I've, I looked forward to tonight but it's like um, in the past like it was very textured where there would be like moments of like us like spending so much time together and then just needing to cool off and just not knowing when to disengage and step <laughs> away yeah. I feel like the, when it, when we started making money together mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. when it got. Well, there was definitely a a period from like 2017 to 2018 where it was just flat out codependent in a way that you can't really be best friends and also business partners and creative Mm -hmm. collaborators and have all those things be at a 10 all the time. I mean, because at the end of the day, like we're both talented and we're both, you know, viable in the industry that we're trying to pursue. And so, you know, I'll just be flat out and say like, when one friend gets offered something yes. that's going to change their life, it's going to change your life too. Right. And mm-hmm. so like we had the very unique experience of having Saturday night live take interest in both of us at like the same time. And then yeah. <laughs> r- kept interest in one of us and <laughs> lost interest in the other. So that was like a challenge, but also to be honest with you, there were, there was, there's been l- challenges in every element of our mm-hmm. friendship. Yes. And like, ultimately like, when I look back on all of it, all I see is that there was a strong relationship. You know what I mean? I don't yes. I don't think like, well, we made concessions and we picked our career or our friendship or our mm. individual success or success together at all. We just checked in with each other constantly. And when yeah. we needed to take space, we took space. And that was in a way checking in. Yeah. But it yeah. does get a little 
tough when there's money and success involved and ego involved and, you know, energy and time involved. And, you know, there's there's a lot. But ultimately, I think what what makes us really good collaborators is that the things that we do together are perfect for us to do together. Like Las Culturistas is a really good distillation of us and a good platform for us. Like Bowen and I are very good at talking to each other and communicating with (laughs) each other. And we're on the same page 98% of the time, just in terms of energy and um, taste. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's why the podcast is specifically a good way for us to collaborate. So I would say that to people who want to collaborate with their friends is like, just make sure that the thing you want to collaborate on isn't just a reason to collaborate. Find something that's going to work for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I will say that like over time, Matt and I have developed like this, haven't have developed this sense of like not even working on something together. If it's going to be at all a waste of time. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like, I don't think I, I can't really think of a time when Matt and I worked on something together that, felt futile or like not worthwhile because i think we both would have just like called it out and been like let's let's not do this like that's let's not force some kind of regimen onto like what we're doing because that's that's just not gonna yeah be productive at all yeah or it's, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be meaningful um but that but that that's something that you only acquire like through time i think yeah, yeah. i mean you guys i think one of the difficult things between naomi and myself is not necessarily creative stuff even though we are different i mean naomi's a Absolutely. We have different sensibilities. But we have different, Mm -hmm. but you're also just like, I'm a writer, you're a performer. I mean, so we come at things differently, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. You know, I look, I write monologues. I write amazing (laughs) dramatic Mm. monologues that make you feel, that make you Mm. laugh. Get in there. Naomi's going to interpret them in whatever way she wants. No, but like, (laughs) obviously there's creative, but like, I think, I think uh, in creating stuff together, I think um, we're able to find a like really interesting. Uh, way to collaborate, but what um, is difficult is that we look at the business side of the stuff, which is like mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it it's, it's, infects everything you do, yeah, especially when you live in Los Angeles, it, and and we look yeah. at it very differently. Yeah, and that's where yeah. we butt heads. The inter, like the that kind of thing. Yeah, it, and yeah. it's and it's funny because it's just like because when you get close, you you start to represent each other in a way, right? Yeah. Like, Absolutely. so I'm always like, do not act that way. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you can't say something like that to your lover. You see what I'm saying? Or like to your best friend to right. be like, uh-huh. if, if, don't be you. If it's someone like, tells what? Naomi to oh do God. X and I'm like, tell them to fuck off. And she's like, I can't tell. He will literally tell. He's like, tell them no. Tell them to fuck off. I go, honey. <gasps> There's a reason why I'm paying the bills, okay? Yeah. And it's because I don't say fuck off. Okay? Yes. Yeah. You know, no, that but is... I stick to my guns, Naomi. I have integrity in this yeah, business. Yeah, okay. That'll yeah. keep the roof over my head. I think that um that something similar about us is like we would pop off at the same type of thing. Like yes. I think we don't I think we both don't like to be criticized or attacked. <laughs> fair well fair i don't think that's a particularly hot take no but some people really let it roll off their backs and i yeah. think both of us are not good at that uh-huh. i think i think it's it's the rule not the exception that you that people don't like criticism because <laughs> i'm finding like i've like brought this to other people where i'm like how are you dealing how do you deal with 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 something when like someone says something that's not nice about you like just some random stranger on the internet and like a vast majority of people are like i actually people that you would think are good mm-hmm. at like 
not letting it stick to them. I'm they're like actually it's really stressful and I hate it and mm-hmm. no one's found a good way to deal with it. Yeah. But that's just that's I don't know. That's that is that's not about me and you as as friends. That's just like an observation. <laughs> the the yeah. weird thing is like um because and this is so strange, but when we started the podcast, that was not because this is not a thing of like and this will be the way that we succeed. This will yeah. be our platform. This will be what people know us about, know us from, mm-hmm. or this is going to be our credit next to everything. And, you know, it 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 probably is still my main parenthetical credit <laughs> next to, next to mm-hmm. all my things. And so I think the fact that we have a hundreds and hundreds of hours long catalog <laughs> of us just like being ourselves. Yeah. Um, because we really are, I mean, we did not think anyone was ever going to listen to it. No. And so yeah. no. we really were just ourselves. And so because we succeeded being ourselves, um, we also feel sometimes like we fail by being ourselves. Like if, if we ever have like a bad review of the podcast, they're not criticizing yes. Matt and Bowen, the artists. They're criticizing Matt and Bowen, yeah. the people. I understand yeah. that. And yeah. so, I understand. That's how I feel, so too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard because you 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 do it because you want people to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, right. Kind of like knocking on a neighbor's door and offering them, like a, uh, like, a bunt cake, and they taste it, and then they come over to your house to let you know that it was really bad. Right. <laughs> You know what and, I mean? Or that you're a bad person. And and that you're a bad person for making it. <laughs> right. How dare and, you even offer me this cake? Right. You're because, <laughs> stupid to offer it. Because that is yeah. that essentially transactionally is what it is. Like we made yeah, this for yeah. you yeah. for free. You did not have to eat it. Yeah. But you did. And honestly, I I don't even know that you hated it. I right. just know that you said you hated it and came over yes. to tell me that you hated it. Right. So it's like that's, I guess, the part that's, like, jarring and, like... It's not even that you're walking over to the neighbor's house. It's that you're leaving a bunch of bun cakes outside your door and you're, like, people... These are free bun cakes yeah. for people to take. <laughs> yeah. And then some... Your neighbor takes it yeah. home with them. We didn't even go to your house. We just, like, <laughs> literally <laughs> said, <laughs> if anyone wants, please They'll come over and take here. a bun cake. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's... I mean... <laughs> I, th- I think what's difficult to, about these kinds of friendships and relationships, too, is, like when there is criticism of only one of you, like there was a, I just read a review where they're like, Naomi needs her own podcast. This Andy character sucks. And I'm like, why would you say that? I'm her her husband. Why would you say that? (laughs) I like, do you think she's that much of a narcissist that she will, she will bathe herself in (laughs) your, in your compliment and ignore the part where I remember we were at some party. This is like, seven years ago, eight years ago or something where there was a manager that was interested in Naomi and she, I, to me, to like, we were just talking, the three of us were talking, but like anytime that I was in the conversation, she looked at me as if like there was dog shit on her shoe. And then, and then the best part is right. We're going to leave. You know, like after, you know, when you're at a party, you're like, okay, I've talked to this one rando for like yeah, an hour. Yeah, yeah. And it was like Brooklyn to Harlem. And then she goes, oh, yes. I live on the Upper West. I'll ride with you. So no. she continued the awkward, like, you know what I mean? Like we were like, oh, we're going to leave. And now we can like fucking decompress on the train and talk about how that was cray. And then we had to ride with her ass all the way from like Dumbo to 79. Oh my it's God. So, Which is like, you've just spent like an hour treating her uh, boyfriend like shit. Do you right. Think, it's like I mean, you and I aren't cool now. I mean, this happens 
to us constantly. I mean, like, and and oftentimes, like, yes. it's like in the gay community, there is such a racism, like, and and yeah. I think that like Bowen will say to me after we have an interaction with someone, like, that person didn't even look at me and only looked at you while we talked, really? and I'll be like, wow, yeah. that's insane, yeah, and yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. like, while we are like quote unquote we were a package deal for so long and still are in so many ways like you are two different people and you get right. treated very differently and right. Ramon can speak to specific aspects of this yeah i mean i mean i don't know i mean like but like both of us have like both sides been on both you've sides each been yeah. on the other side of it i think that i think that this is we both have different like um damages about this yeah like, <laughs> yes. but bowen bowen will say something like like that to me where it's and about my, race yeah and, where it's like yeah. or it's about like you know whatever and i will sometimes feel like bowen people take bowen seriously and do not take me seriously sure, at all sure. because i'm like you know if you really boil You're, down my personality where you could get is like stupid and fun annoying. frivolous yeah fun and frivolous. like not serious <laughs> but whereas bowen is like to be taken seriously and actually has real because of his cultural criticism and because of the frames, yeah. Well, you know, it's not entirely wrong. I mean, we no, are no, we, I, do, <laughs> we do represent on our podcast the high and the low, and we, so and, we, and that, we signal that constantly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, God. Well, first of all, let me just say there's something. I, I'm just going to speak. I'm just going to broad strokes talk about managers, and I can't. <laughs> I can never tell if they mm. understand something about humanity more than we do or if they understand less about human about like less interaction than we do too <laughs> i'm just like what is something missing or do you have something that i don't where you well they want like, i'll i'll go in, i'll go in the car with you to to the upper west <laughs> they're always working mm-hmm. and that's important to remember yes. too is it's like you know without naming names i've just I, I, we've obviously been at a many a show with an industry person. Yeah. And yes. you can name, just names, tell. Name names, name names, no, name names. Literally never. Honestly, five years ago, I would have. But now, no. No way. Yes, trying now, to work. No. You're like, where's my next job? This doesn't, this doesn't apply to any of yeah, our, yeah, yeah. Ma- our also, teams, by the way. 25-year-old no, me listening us. to this would have been like, fuck him. He wouldn't name names. <laughs> Let me yeah, just say yeah, to yeah, 25-year-old yeah, yeah. me, it's good not to name names, hon. <laughs> No, Don't this, is a, this is a punk rock podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. We burn bridges. Honey. But, but I really, I I get like a sick feeling in my stomach when I'm talking to an industry person and I can tell we're around someone that they're not interested in because they do treat them badly. They do, yeah. They act real. Yeah. It's real, real obvious and gross. And it's like, yeah, it's really, it's been, it's been tricky. But I think we, again, both like long-term relationship, you know, platonic romantic whatever but mm-hmm. it's like you learn to navigate yeah. that like i yeah. think now we know and then also i'm a little better now at um extricating us from that person because before i did before yes. it would just be yes. like okay like we're talking you're being nice to me so technically i don't have a reason to be you know to leave but then i'm also like i can tell and so mm-hmm. being all like okay great bye like i'm getting better so that he doesn't have to sit in a situation with a person who sucks but yeah. i am <laughs> i'm learning i never knew how to extricate myself from any kind of conversation at a party <laughs> i was at an industry party before the quarantine mm. and i practiced saying oh do you know where the bathroom is i gotta go to the bathroom or uh oh i gotta refresh my drink or yeah i practiced to walk away andy would like it'll he'll like literally be talking to some person where i'm like andrew how did you end up talking to like the head of marketing for Aramark oh God, Foods? No. Like Aramark. he finds it's like the most random ass, <laughs> no. and then he'll be like, "I didn't know no. how to stop talking." So oh, how do you girl. package? No. How do you package the uh, Stromboli? He will get no. stuck. I will quote unquote go to the bathroom 
25 times a day. <laughs> yes. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I really, I, I cannot talk to someone who is not my friend for more than five minutes. I, <laughs> I, I, I feel bad. Anything. It really has nothing to do with them. Yeah, yeah. 75% of the time. Yeah. It's just like, there are so many people there. I would like to find the person right. I'd like to talk to. And then, you know, I might meet a stranger and want to talk to them for a while, or I might meet someone who's quote unquote like, worth talking to at the at the thing but ultimately every time i'm out at a social thing i do end up with the same five yes. or six people yes yeah. you end up talking to your friends that's what i want that's that <laughs> i don't want right. like when bowen and i go to fire island and like all these boys come over the house i'm like so miserable i was like all i, all I <laughs> oh, want right. to do is hang out with the 10 people that are in this house right that's why i got the house with them like i'm not interested yeah. in anyone yeah. else yeah yeah, yeah. i, really I feel you i i'm very much i'm kind of that same way too even though like i think if we go to social i will kind of do a loop quicker than you will well you put mm. on party naomi or well, you put party. on like social naomi well that's also the quick every two minutes you know yes. what i mean Being like hi hi moment Move. Moment, and then you reset, and then yeah. Yes. It's like when Bowen Bowen is obviously on the show, Nora from Queens, um, and we had like the premiere party. Oh, yeah. And Naomi was it there. Was, it we saw was, you there. I was, oh, yeah. We saw, oh, and, oh Andy what, about me? <laughs> what about me? And no, it was there. No, I, the, I'm saying we saw, we saw you guys there, <laughs> and I was like, okay, here's the thing. These are people I could talk These are to for that I like. quite a while. Like, <laughs> but But a lot of people that you run into there, it's like, I just don't know what to say to you after three minutes. Like I I just don't. And you don't, you let me tell you, you don't know what to say to me after three minutes. (laughs) Right. Right. No, definitely. Definitely. It's also emotional labor, like talking to a new person and asking like the right questions and getting them talking and making, it's like a lot. I don't like to think about it. And (laughs) usually like, and I'll just kind of ask someone questions about them to kind of keep them going. You know, if I feel like, because sometimes too, I like I don't feel like having to like explain myself. But like, are you are you even absorbing no. it, or are you just like stalling? Right? No, I don't know. I'm like taking it sort of, but it's much more like it's funny because there'll be something like there was, I forgot there was one time, and I managed to make it not sound assholeish. But you uh-huh. know, someone was like, you know, my last name, and it was like, it's Paragon. Where's that from? And I was like. I don't feel like that right now. Like, I just, like, didn't want to have to have that combo. Just because oh. I was just like, ugh, I don't want to, like, explain my name. Even though Explain <laughs> my name. Hey, why don't we take one more break, and we'll be right back. All right, here we go. This is DJ Vlad, and I'd like you to check out the Vlad TV podcast, launching on June 17th. Since 2008, Vlad TV has been giving you hard-hitting, no holds barred interviews with some of the biggest rappers, singers, actors, professional athletes, former criminals, and everyone in between. We've interviewed celebrities like The Baby, Cardi B, Migos, Lil Baby, Doja Cat, Omarion, WWE Champion Mark Henry, 21 Savage, Warren Sapp, DC Young Fly, Fat Joe, Danny Trejo, and Charlemagne, and many, many more. We have regular guests like rap legend Boosie, media titan Nick Cannon, comedy legend D.L. Hughley, and NBA champion John Sally. We're the only ones brave enough to ask the questions that everyone else is too scared to ask. And when we interview someone, it becomes their biggest interview ever. So listen to the Vlad TV podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, we're We're back. back. (laughs) Guys, wait. There's something. um, Was there uh, ever a moment where uh, 
maybe it's the same one for both of you, but where you were like, oh, this is a real friendship. What do you mean? Mm. I there just like as opposed like, to feeling like think about your friends. Like I yeah. ha- there are certain friends that I have where I'm like, oh, I like you, mm-hmm. and we enjoy each other's company. But like, you're not my ride or die. I'm not going or like you know. Mm-hmm. Well, there's I don't a few. Marco yeah. Polo just anyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Matt's got. I'm trying. I'm trying to talk Matt into getting Marco Polo. You gotta what do it, it, especially now in Quar. It, uh, yes. it allows what you to like it? see faces. You got a polo in Quar, buddy. <laughs> it's like visual. It's like visual voicemail where you're just yeah. like leaving video messages for uh, each other. Yeah. Okay. And you just go back. But, and but forth. it's it's very like it's structured very well, and like it it the 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 UI is designed so that it encourages you to like keep adding in. It's <laughs> I really love good. I love that the way you talk about it, like from a technical standpoint, the it's UI like the design. Well, I to me is like it's it's easy. It's it's I just got it. I feel like David Crabb, um, writer, storyteller, performer, he was like, you got to get this. And then I was like, oh, I was immediately addicted because you can kind of talk yeah. as long as you want. You know what yes. I mean? And so, and it's just people where it was like, it's easier sometimes for me to just like polo than to type a text and I don't have to worry. Like literally in a polo, I can look off to the side and be like, mm-hmm. I don't yes. even, okay, anyway. Like you can almost kind of exactly. get that energy, like that conversational feel. And it's not like it's it, very it, good. It feels Matt. very conversational. It's not like FaceTime where it's like, okay, okay, uh, this time tomorrow you want to FaceTime. It's like you don't have to like set a same temp. There's no temporal sort of mm-hmm. like thing around it where it's like, okay, you have to be at the same place. You have to be, you have to both be available at the same time. It's like, yeah, yeah. You just leave the. You yeah, just leave whenever the you feel, whenever you feel like it, you Polo. I'm, hap- I'm happy that we did this ad for Marco Polo while <laughs> I can think, while I can think about the question. They need all the help they can. Get. Because now I I it's kind of funny. Like I don't remember when we decided we were best best friends friends. but it definitely happened like pre the podcast yeah like it had to have been some time during pop roulette because we also were not best friends before pop roulette we were Mm -hmm. good friends that's your sketch group yes that was our sketch group that we were in and then i remember i had heard through the grapevine, not even from bowen that bowen was thinking about moving back to denver because he wasn't enjoying new york anymore and like or that I was just depressed because I had just like changed my whole life plan yeah. and not really sure what I was and doing. And so I just remember I had this feeling in my in my like soul <gasps> where I was like, he cannot go. And I we mm. had already been talking about um the group had already been like he would just come up in conversation so often. And they were and I remember our friend Dave was like, you know, I just know I'd be sisters with Bowen. I just know it. I know that <laughs> I I know it. And like you know, Sudi knew Bowen and like our, my friend, uh, our friend Amanda, like was a big fan of Bowen's. And so everyone was such a fan of Bowen, but I mm-hmm. was really the only one who could reach out to reach him to out. join the group. And so I remember are I you gonna talk about? Him, are you going to talk about Vapiano? So we went to Vapiano, honey, <laughs> uh, on University Place on in, in like 9th yes, Street. Yes. yes. Like an Italian cafeteria vibe. An Italian cafeteria vibe, which I, I really <laughs> enjoy. Oh, love I love Vapiano. once. Didn't we only go once? Like, because I feel like it was the only place open. One like one <laughs> night when we were like coming out of the fucking regal cinemas. That I'll, I'll say this: when I was in college and like right after college, that street was like my date spot. They Huge. had such like a cute like um like a burger like a like a burger bar down the street. There was that I, torteria. There was like that tortas place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, there was Patsy's. That, that was like a good Patsy's. That's a really good place too. Yeah, I have no idea if any of those places are still open. Literally, might, probably not. But um, an era. But like, um, I remember I asked him to be in the group and he was, and then I think probably at some point during him being in pop roulette. Yeah. It was, it was like a slow build, but like, like the tracks were all laid out like before that in college, but then like, 
it took a while for it to water and like fully, fully yeah. blossom. <laughs> and I then mean, I, blossom. I feel like, and then we have had such like benchmark moments. Like it's so funny. Like everyone, every one of my close friends, I remember when I met them. I remember when really? I, I remember when I first saw them. Yeah, I have like yes. a. It's like a weird thing. Like all my best friends, I remember the first time I saw them. Like, it's like a Goodfellas type memory. <laughs> it's oh, really, yeah. it's, it's very vivid. So it was in University Hall. We were going to a sketch show together. Yeah. And uh, we watched it and didn't even talk. But I remember that we <laughs> went to that together. But we, then, met, we, we met in front of the elevators at University Hall. Mm-hmm. Because I had just come from your floor mate's room. Mung. I, I was meeting Mung. And I was like, we're going to go. And then she was like, my friend Matt Rogers is going to come. My floor mate, Matt Rogers, is going to come. He loves comedy or something like that. He and loves I, comedy. I, do you I love comedy? I did and I do. Um, <laughs> but then I thought, like, over the years, we've had so many good, like, moments. Like, yeah, obviously all the career stuff. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, every I don't think so, honey. We were talking about how cool it was, oh you God. know, that we toured 14 cities last I year with, with the podcast. Like, I that was it. great. But we were talking last night about how... We, one day, we decided on the day that we were going to, you know what I'm saying. Taylor. I actually don't. No, go ahead. <laughs> Ooh, a surprise roll. Decided on the day. Taylor. Oh my God, yes. Yes, 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 yes. We decided on the day because I had, I had been to your house the first night that Taylor Swift had um, performed her 1989 world tour in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we were watching like clips, people posting little videos on Instagram from the concert, and we were just like, we "We're going have to go. We're going yeah. tomorrow." Like, so she, then we she, she, did a, she was doing a second night the next night. We and bought so tickets we the, on, like, day the day of. The day I didn't even I didn't even know you could do that, but we had floor seats what? the day of. Like it was they were not bad seats at all. Right in yeah. the mosh pit. Yeah, the Taylor Swift pit. Yeah. Like set back from the mosh pit, but yeah. And honestly, <laughs> that was the first stadium concert i had ever been to me too. they're so crazy they're yeah, wild yeah i remember we bought the tickets and took a 180 dollar uber no back when we could not afford it not couldn't afford I mean, it at all. not that many people should be like, like, even if <laughs> even if you even had if you the money don't spend it, it on an uber don't spend it on an uber <laughs> but I, I we had we had made a plan i went to go visit matt at his place of employment which is brooklyn crab mm-hmm. <laughs> i he like fed me some drinks we had watermelon drinks. limeade and bourbon. And, and bourbon. I'm telling you, hon. <laughs> that does not a, sound good. No, it's no. so good. <laughs> it was destructive. And then we were both hammered and then took hammered. this expensive-ass Uber to New Jersey. Oh, my God. Went into the stadium and then bought those giant, like, Bud Light flutes. <laughs> Bud, Bud, Bud Light you know. flutes. And sicko frozen margaritas that were, like, not real like yeah. you could you, yeah. like they were so synthetic and yeah. you know they cost like slushy yeah yes. yeah they were a thousand dollars each <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, but it was just like a night of like excess and of like yeah. back when like that was like back when it was kind of like not super responsible of us to like indulge in that way like yeah. we were just like let's just go and like we and like that was like a moment where like we were like yes this is and it uh-huh. was taylor and it was, and it was taylor, taylor. <laughs> it, it was taylor at the peak yeah. like yeah. like taylor i feel i feel like where where ariana grande is right now like that's when taylor was like the number 1 yeah, yeah. and 1989 yeah. was like we both loved that album so much yes, yes. and her her concert was so good and she was so like stupid she was doing her <laughs> white she was doing her white girl stomp her iconic white girl stomp from one oh. side of the stage to the next like doing giving you everything you want looking over her shoulder and having an open mouth like jared like 
Wait, what made you guys, you know, you're like, we couldn't afford this, but we're going to have this night of excess. Like, I'm so summer. paranoid. It was the summer. It was Taylor. It was like, Taylor. <laughs> it, honestly, it being Taylor had so much more to do with it than anything else. It was like really? Taylor Swift yeah, concert. Really. Like, we were going to go, of course. Yeah. It, it was that. like, and then I, I made this statement last night and it'll probably get me in trouble because it's so, it's so <laughs> blasphemous. But I was like, that album is our generation's thriller. Like just in terms of like, <laughs> just sorry. in terms of like fun pop, like output, like from one album, like all the, all the <gasps> singles from that album, like, oh God, these are, which is disgusting. And like, I should be like pilloried in the square for a second, <laughs> but like. I, I love really you said pillory in the square. In the square. You see, it's like you keep guessing. You know what I mean? On one hand, you said <laughs> Taylor Swift was 1989 is thriller, but then you said pilloried in the square. Pillory in the square. Last pillory night, I'm Bowen, Bowen FaceTimed me and Jared last night, and, and we were talking about this night. Um, and then afterwards, uh, Jared and I watched the Reputation Netflix concert documentary because mm-hmm. you can see the whole reputation world tour which is taylor swift's album after 1989 you can Thank see you. it on netflix discography yeah yeah discography <laughs> i have i have it um but you can watch it on netflix and she played some of the songs from 1989 and they're just the best songs ever so you had to you had to go to the concert style oh my god style so good. i'm not familiar taylor swift from my hometown that's true really from pennsylvania yeah was that lansing pennsylvania lansing redding Reading, Pennsylvania. Reading, Pennsylvania, everyone. So is so so can you speak to her wealth? <laughs> the gold the mayor the, the Merrill Lynch Goldman Sachs of it all? Like the, the father. Well, remember working? the waiter we met at that restaurant with your parents? I do. He said she was rich and fancy and kind yeah. of a bitch. Oh wait. <laughs> we like went to dinner early on when we went to visit Andy's parents of Pennsylvania. And there was like a young waiter, you know, he was 20 something, you know, like a young guy. And I just said something, I don't know. But then we were like chatting and he goes, and either way he was like, he's like, yeah, I went to school with Taylor Swift, you know, like before she moved to Nashville, she was like, she was like real uppity. Mm-hmm. Like she was always like, I'm going to be better than you. Was her family, did they own like a Christmas tree they own a Christmas farm? tree farm. Yeah. Yes. He was like, yeah. You That's know, like, where the money is. They were rich. Like, he was like, she was like, yeah, like a rich and too cool or whatever. And it was so funny. She and then, was Pennsylvania rich. All I right? mean, she was, they moved to Nashville. They moved to Nashville. But I'm saying she's Pennsylvania rich. Mm. All right. But I mean, that's. I mean, now she's like insane. Of course, of now, course. Now in, she's inland Goldman Pennsylvania Sachs, rich, not even coastal. I'm saying, is there is there a Pennsylvania coast? No, not even. I think that that that's the only thing about. Her obviously is like, and this has obviously come more to light over the years, but the just blatant objective confirmation that she is a construction like uh-huh. is yeah. so. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it can be a little disappointing and a little <laughs> bit, um, you know, sobering. But, but then yeah. you, we but did then fall for a marketing genius. Absolutely. We were yeah. absolutely marketed to. And it worked. <laughs> but Matt had pointed out yesterday that she wrote the album before 1989 Red. She wrote that when she was like 21, like wrote all the songs. Her like talent she's also is, yeah, a very like, talented, okay. creative okay. mind. But I will say, no, but Matt, so Matt mentioned the Taylor Swift um, concert as a benchmark. I think this is, to me, what sort of like congealed in the best friendship. Okay. Was Tell I was us, over I at Matt it. and Sudi's place because they were living together at the time. Was it mm-hmm. was it Park Slope? Was was that Sudi's? It was the, it was the place on Eighth um, Avenue. Yeah. Yes. Was Sudi living there? Mm-hmm. So and, you and Sudi, Sudi is a she's a writer on SNL, supervising writer on SNL. One of our closest friends. Yeah. She was um, my like. We have been actually Sudi and I have been a lot closer for yes. longer. Yeah. Yes. She she and Matt proceed were was like preceded me and Matt. 
mm-hmm. preceded me in Sweden. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, we've, we've been very close since we were like 18, 19. I was over at your, your place. This was like 2014, 2013 maybe. And then we were watching... We were quoting back episodes of Grey's Anatomy to each other, and then we were just <laughs> reenacting scenes. And then, like, but in the reenactment, it wasn't even just like reciting dialogue; it was reciting dialogue, but with pauses and inflections, and just like adding melodramatic weight to like certain words and line readings that we were. And so then, like, we we laughed and laughed and laughed at how like we matched each other like in complete synchronicity. And then yeah. Matt goes, "This is why you and I are friends because we both appreciate how things sound and we both understand how funny and stupid it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we both it, have an ear for that. We yeah. have we have the same rhythms. <laughs> like it, we we really are like it's a little weird sometimes. Like sometimes we'll on the podcast, like someone will say something that elicits the same." Oral ah! and physical yeah. response from <laughs> yeah. me and Bowen, like it's 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 like we match tones without yes. thinking about it, <laughs> which I think is a you would think is a thing having to do with uh, just familiar spatial familiarity, like oh they've been around each other a lot mm-hmm. and they pick up on each other's. Um, you know, rhythms in that sense, but yeah. it's been like that from the beginning. From the beginning, yeah. You say that's up. why I, that's Your why I always say. I feel yes. like we were twins, like born in different parts of the country at different, at, at different yeah. parts of the world, the world at different times. <laughs> Your friendships are Rhythm Nation. Hello, yes. we yes. are a part of it. That was good, Andy. But, I'm in. But it is, it is like it's a very musical friendship. Yes, yes. definitely. I whenever, whenever I'm around you, I start to sing, and whenever I go <gasps> in the pod, I'm like, let's start singing. I don't know. I feel like this is the room to do it in. You, you know, know that's, I mean? that that is the number one criticism I get on the podcast is that people don't. I think I think the vast majority of people like it, but yes. if I ever get criticized in the podcast. It's either someone who wasn't going to like me anyway, or yeah. so, or or someone who is like, "You gotta sing less." <laughs> but then, and I'm like, but you then, know what? actually, I get paid to do this sometimes. You bitch. Exactly. And also, <laughs> there's like a Newton's third law where it's like there's a there's an a, even equal if bigger reaction from people who are like, "No, we love Matt singing." Right. Exactly. I think people exactly. like it, and also people it comes like, it comes from it. the joy. And if people don't like the singing, then they don't like the joy. They don't. Like they the don't. Joy. Yes. Yes. And, and they, they don't like joy. Get out. And actually, what they shouldn't even be listening to us. Who they should be listening to is going to be their therapist, actually. How about that? Actually. That's how we wrap it up. Yes. That's how we wrap it up. That's just a fact. That's that on that. Gentlemen, (laughs) friends, scholars, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. This is such a fun podcast. Oh, my God. This is the best. No hesitation. We were like, yes, we're doing it. Oh, my God. I love it. So happy. I feel like, wait, should I call Jared in one more time? We have to take a picture. Will you take a picture real quick? Get a picture. Let's take a picture. But before we go, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Young world, the world is yours. It is I, OCT, the producer of the Baller Alert Show podcast, featuring none other than myself and the kid Ferrari Simmons with your favorite Ethiopian Sue Solo. <laughs> 
Show podcast is here for you, keeping you in the know with the latest of your favorite celebrities, current events, and providing free games to the listeners in need. So join the talk of the town because it's going down. It's the Brawler Alert Show podcast, baby. Don't, don't you ever forget. We not only cover the latest in entertainment, but we're bringing you the entertainment directly from the source. That's right. We have celebrity guest hosts, exclusive interviews, and it all goes down on the Baller Alert Show podcast. We are your number one source for the culture. So like DJ Khaled says, don't ever play yourself. Join the conversation today. Head on over to the Baller Alert Show and join me, Ferrari Simmons. Join me, Sue Solo. And it's all produced by me, OCT, on the Baller Alert Show podcast. Available on iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 27 Club is a podcast about famous musicians who died prematurely and sometimes mysteriously at the age of 27. This podcast is hosted by me, Jake Brennan, creator and host of the award-winning music and true crime podcast, Disgraceland. Season 2 of The 27 Club launches June 18th, 2020, with 12 episodes on the life and death of Jim Morrison of The Doors. The 27 Club contains adult content and explicit language. You can listen to The 27 Club on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.